Have you ever heard a tiny snippet of a tune or an annoying lyric and not been able to stop humming it for the next 10 years of your life? Well, this week on In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, we look at why songs get stuck in our heads. In the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized, informative podcast made to be listened to in the shower, but really, you can listen to it wherever the hell you want. Have you ever wondered why we have leap years? Or why dogs sniff each other's bums? Or why coffee makes us poo? If you've ever wondered the answers to those questions, or many more, well, you've come to the right place. We've answered those questions, and we're about to answer one more. So step into the cubicle as we look at why songs get stuck in your head. In the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. Well, this question comes from Shannon Eamon. Um, and to her, I'm, I'm excited to find out the answer to this one because, like, songs get stuck in my head so Often, because I and like usually it's music that I hate. Like I'll be in a taxi and I'll hear something, and yeah, I just, I just want to know if there's any way to prevent it. Because I like, I'm not an angry person. Like I I tear up when I say nice things to Taz, and like I get I get goosebumps at the thought of like you know hanging out with dogs. But like holy shit, when like songs get stuck in Taz. Like there's one song. Right, sorry, I know I'm rambling, and that we're starting the episode. But Taz, there's one song. That you know what I'm talking about. I can't even say the lyrics, and it's already stuck in my. It's already stuck in my head. You've been thinking about this. There's no. Oh my god. Oh, you, do you know what song I'm talking about? I know. I know. And now, Marcus, it's in my head. No. Okay. Oh. okay. It's honestly the most annoying song in the world. It's going to be in my head for the next. Okay. Let's count to three. Sing the chorus and see if we're talking about the same song. Okay. All right. One. Two. Three. Life, Life is a no, 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 summer. no more of that. I am not a number. Ugh. I even wear my sunglasses in the rain. No, that's sunglasses it's, in the rain. But you know what? Like, do you know what else is stuck? Like, stuck in my head recently. Like, I, it's just not a good. Like, you know that song? Like, oh, she's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. What a terrible song! Like, honestly, anyway, it's like terrible. Like, did Ugh. somebody? It's like somebody did a search. On the most basic quotes of all time, and then wrote a song. Do you know what? It's like, I absolutely love when girls or guys put quotes with photos on Instagram and stuff like that. Like, you know, oh, Jenny puts up a picture of her with a cocktail and captions something like, our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. It's like, <laughs> Jenny, chill out, like... You're, you're you're drinking a mojito. You're not climbing Kilimanjaro. <laughs> or even better, when a picture is accompanied with a quote from an inspirational person, like "Fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee." We get that your biceps look good in this picture, Ben. No need to bring Muhammad Ali into it. <laughs> or like, do you know when people are like they put up a picture with someone mean like "I love my partner in crime." It's like you're you're going to a bar together. You're not robbing a bank. Yeah, yeah, you're not committing yeah, yeah. tax fraud. Anyway, listen. Um, we, we've gone completely off the point. That song is still in my head. And I, I even as, wear my no, sunglasses in no. the rain. Like, I want to know why. Like, what, <laughs> what is it about those songs, good songs or bad songs, that just drill into your skull and stay there? Okay. So, 
Why are sticky songs, earworms as they're known, so hard to dislodge? And what kinds of songs are most likely to get stuck in our brains anyway? Inform us, oh wise one. Okay, a few disparate studies hold at least some answers and it has a lot to do with the actual song. So some songs actually have a greater statistical chance of getting stuck in our head, right? Exactly. So it kind of comes down to the song as opposed to just music getting stuck in your head. So as I said, songs that get stuck in your head are called earworms. And common earworms seem to share some features, researchers have found. They're songs you've heard a lot, which may be why current radio hits tend to dominate the top 10 earworm list. They often have repetitive notes or unexpected intervals in timing. They also have distinctive rhythms and pitch patterns. Do you know what? Like That makes sense. Because in pop music, there's so much repetition and that's what gets stuck in your head. Like, think about it. So much of like, na-na-na, uh, come on. Or like, I've got cheap thrills. Or like anything like that. It's it's something for people to sing along to and that just gets, oh. It, but it's never the whole song. It's always just a line or the chorus, you know, like just one tiny bit of it that just nails in your head. Exactly, exactly. So according to Kelly Jacobowski, a postdoctoral researcher in the Department of Music at Durham University in the UK, the overall conclusion is that the song has to be quite simple in order to be recalled spontaneously, but also have something a little bit unique that makes the brain want to essentially rehearse it over and over. So it is your brain that keeps the song playing over and over again involuntarily. Correct. It is an involuntary brain function. And an actual fact, scientists sometimes refer to earworms as involuntary musical imagery. Or I-N-M-I. So your brain is like involuntarily imagining the song being played over and over and over and over and over and over. And over. And it's a lot more common than you think. Oh, wow. A, <laughs> a 2012 study published in the journal Psychology of Music found that 90% of Finnish internet users reported getting a song stuck in their head at least once a week. The more musical the person, the more earworms they were likely to experience. The study found, and that result has been backed up by other surveys. For example, one 2006 paper in the Journal of Consciousness studies detailed the experience of a pianist and a composer who had almost constant INMI, which is involuntary musical imagery. 24-7 earworms are perpetual music tracks. Hang on, so like, just to be clear, their mind was never clear, just like constant, this, pu- this poor, poor, poor pianist just had stuff stuck in their heads over like oh holy shit like that's that's horrendous that's horrendous so the the pianist in question wrote I find almost nothing pleasurable about having a PMT a PMT is a perpetual music track Um, rather it is quite a distraction most of the time the kind of thing I wish I could turn off the pianist's distaste for earworms extended even to songs that he found most emotive he wrote because mainly the most affecting music was also a distraction from real life that's really interesting. I, I I always sort of thought it was the songs you found most annoying that were the most likely to get stuck into your head. Like, you know, it's never songs that I love to get stuck in my head. But you're not alone in thinking that. People often think that it's only annoying songs that are most likely to get stuck in your head. But Jacobowski, the gal who we chatted about earlier, said that the survey results suggested that only about a third of earworms are unpleasant, which is really, really interesting. However, those times when YMCA ends up on mental repeat may simply be more memorable than the times when a favourite song becomes an earworm. 
Um, it tends to be a lot more of a bias that we have for towards remembering those negative experiences. That makes sense. Like, you only really remember the unpleasant times. Like, what are the factors needed to get a song stuck in your head? Is when you place a song with a memory. Like, do you remember the night out? Like, I remember I had my first gin and tonic uh, with Superstition by Stevie Wonder playing in the background. So every time I, uh, you know, have have a little bit of gin, I'm always like, bam, 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 gin and tonic into my face. Gas, like, gas, is gas, it, gas. Is it's, it something like that? It's actually a lot simpler than that. Like it or not, the brain hangs onto just recent and more frequently heard songs. A 2013 study in the journal Psychology of Music, for example, found that the more familiar the song, the more likely it was to become an earworm. Participants didn't have to think too hard about the music to get it stuck in their heads. As anyone who has started humming along to, you know, a song that you hear on the radio or in a grocery store can probably attest. The researchers found that asking study participants questions about the songs to make them process the music more deeply didn't affect the chance of the music getting into a full earworm on them. So it's not a deep memory rooted reason, but simply like when you hear the song a lot and it just gets drummed in. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I assume it also has to be a song that you can actually sing or hum along to. So studies suggest that the easier a song was to sing, the more likely it was to get stuck in people's heads. Um, kind of like Let It Go from Frozen. Like that was genuinely stuck in every single person in the world's head for a couple of, a couple of months. Absolutely. And kind of like going back pre-Frozen era, based on studies conducted between 2010 and 2013, compared earworms to similarly popular songs that were now cited as earworms. So the study found that Lady Gaga was quite the earworm generator. Really? With Bad Romance, Alejandro and Poker Face all making the top 10 lists of those songs that frequently got stuck in people's heads. And there are that is an updated list of top 10 earworms really? that you can find online. To yeah. be fair, she has some bangers. I've, I, do you remember, I've totally forgot about that Alejandro song. Alejandro. Yeah, that's pretty much... Ali Alejandro. <laughs> Ali Alejandro. Alejandro. At least that's taken over. But like fair play to Lady Gaga, um, like that's that's witchcraft level kind of songwriting. It isn't is, it? isn't it? So these sticky songs had faster tempos than non-earworm songs. Earworms were also likely to share pitch patterns that are common in Western music, particularly opening riffs that start out rising and then fall in pitch. So examples include like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or more modern tunes like Maroon 5's Earworm that is moves like Jagger. So like instead Twinkle Twinkle Little Star goes yeah. da, 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 yeah. up and down and moves like Jagger goes do 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 So okay. that is a kind of a common thread amongst earworms. So, ah, but is there a reason that the brain does this? Like on In The Shower we like to get to the source and most of the time we found that if the body reacts in a certain way to a stimulus, it's for a good reason. So why do songs get stuck in our head? Like, what, what is the reason? It's not totally clear what's going on in the brain during earworm episodes, but a 2005 paper published in the journal Nature found that the auditory cortex, the part of the temporal lobe that processes sound, was involuntarily activated when participants listened to familiar songs in which a section was muted. So in other words, simply put, the brain was compelled to fill in the blank essentially in the missing music. The researchers could even tell the difference between the auditory cortex filling in lyrics, in which case specific auditory association areas that are key to interpreting sound became active, or imagining instruments 
in which case more primary basic sound processing areas were at play. And most important question, is there any trick to getting rid of earworms? Because earworms are involuntary, it's tricky to get rid of them on purpose. It's kind of like trying to get rid of hiccups on purpose. You can't okay. just like think them away. For um, researchers asked kind of a dozen people to record their earworm episodes in a diary and found that the more people tried to consciously get rid of an earworm, the longer the song remained stuck in their head. Oh no. The process about... T- the process of thinking about an earworm to attempt to banish it likely just keeps the tune fresh in the mind. However, they added that it might be that the stickiest, most annoying songs are the ones that people attempt to get rid of the most. And that's kind of why we hate earworms so much. And that those songs are somehow less amenable to banishment than are the ones that people happily kind of go on humming. So that's kind of why we would always associate annoying songs with songs that get stuck in your head because they're you can they're either they're harder to get rid of because you're constantly thinking of them to try to get rid of them but you may be blissfully unaware of just humming along to a song that you actually enjoy so you're best off just trying not to think about the song right yeah it's easier said than done isn't it Life is an endless summer. <laughs> oh, John Gibbons, if you're listening to this, you are the devil. In the shower with Tazamarcus, 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 in the shower with Tazamarcus. Well, there you, uh, there you have it, Shannon. That is why songs get stuck into your head, why an earworm can infect your ear canal, and why actually trying to get rid of it will make it stay even longer. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of In the Share with Taz and Marcus. We really, really appreciate you dedicating your ears to us for the last 15 or so minutes. If you have a question, if you're a curious cat um, and you want to ask us something to solve in our wonderful shower cubicle, it couldn't be easier. All you need to do is shoot a message to us on Facebook. Uh, just search for In the Share with Taz and Marcus. Or you can get us on Instagram at In the Share Pod. Or if you want to send a question or just say hi to our email address, we are at In the Share Podcast at gmail.com. Also, um, we do accept notes, love letters, life advice, um, Bitcoin transactions, and pictures of pets. Please keep them coming. Please. <laughs> the one that we get the most of is pictures of pets. Yes, please. Anyway. Next week's question. Next week's question comes from Cora Viv Katie on Instagram. What does Cora Viv Katie want to know, Marcus? She's actually asked us a really interesting questions and very topical. Is veganism actually the best diet for the planet? That episode is going to be out next Monday in time for your morning shower. But in, in the, the meantime, meantime, keep scrubbing! In the shower with Tazamarcus, 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 in the shower with Tazamarcus. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.